Hi, welcome back to Lucky as a Mother. I wanted to start today off with a little story about my night. <laughs> Was a rough one for us, uh, but it just goes really well with what we plan on talking about today. So, well, kind of. I think, yeah, well, that's related. It's, it's related. Yeah. So, last night, we had a really, really rough night with sleep along with other things that come with just being an adult, <laughs> aka owning pets. Yeah. So Quinn usually has her bedtime around 7.30. And she's so good usually. You, we put her right in the crib. She's awake for five to ten minutes, and then she knocks out. Yeah, she loves her bed. She loves her bed, loves it. And so last night, I pick her up, I put her in her crib, and it's immediate screaming. Like screaming at the top of her lungs, crying. And I'm like, okay, maybe she's just not ready for bed. So we pull her out and um, Matt went to shower. So I took her downstairs. She had snacks. She was like happy as a clam. Well done. So she was eating. Yeah, she was eating. <laughs> um, and then I was like, okay, like you're all done with your snacks. Let's go back up and go night night. And she followed me up. No issues. I brought her up there. I read a few books to her just to like get her in the bedtime routine and then I put her in her crib and again immediate screaming so I was like okay let me just give it a few minutes and walk out and see if she'll go to sleep so I walked out she wouldn't stop crying Leo's in the other room I'm like she's gonna wake Leo up so Matt was like just let me hang out with her like I'll hang out with her I was like okay so we pull her out of her crib and he takes her downstairs and he's just watching tv and she's playing in the living room and I'm upstairs editing photos. And then finally, I'm like, okay, I really need to go to sleep. And uh, Matt put her in her crib. She went down really quick. Like after that, she she was in there for about five minutes and she fell asleep. And then Leo woke up <laughs> as soon as I'm trying to go to sleep. They know. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And Matt's downstairs watching basketball. So I'm like, can you take Leo? Because I'm trying to sleep and you're watching basketball. So like, just take him. So apparently Leo was up yapping and playing until 1230 at night. Oh my God. Yeah. But he was watching basketball. So it's like, is it really that big of a deal for you? I don't know. Well, not for Matt, but for Leo to. To be up. Yeah. Yes. To, not to be the, up that long. Yeah, I know. Sleep. So uh, at whatever point Matt puts Leo to sleep, I think around 1230, that's when Matt went to bed. We wake up at. 2.30 in the morning to Leo needing a bottle, which is fine because he usually takes a bottle and goes right back to sleep. And that's yeah. what happened. He went right back to sleep. But like not even five minutes later, I hear Quinn in her crib screaming <laughs> at the top of her lungs, like actually screaming. And uh, I go in there. Usually it's a quick binky blanky and then it's done. Um, She stood up, started jumping, like tantruming like jumping and holding onto the railings of the crib and screaming like, I want out, I want out, 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 mommy, out. So I'm like, okay, this is not going to be easy. And in my head, I'm like, oh, is, does she have an ear infection? Is she sick? Because she doesn't do that. Like she's so good. And usually right, unless she's sick, yeah. unless she's sick. So usually I just go and pop a binky and she's back to sleep if she has to wake up. Um, and then I was rocking in the rocking chair with her laying on me. And that was like an hour long doing that. And then I was like, okay, like I need to sleep Quinn. So we need to figure this out. So I went back into our bedroom. Big mistake. She started jumping <laughs> all over the bed, jumping all over Leo and Matt. Marshall does the same thing. As soon as he gets in our bed, it's he could be like, 
the most tired he's ever been and then he's immediately wide awake yes it's like a playground yeah yeah i don't know what it is about the bed that like at that age they're just like i just want to play yeah i just want to like cuddle him and hang out and that's not that's not <laughs> what you want to do. yeah so she, anyway she woke leo up right so i was like okay fuck this she's going in the crib so i put her in the crib and she knocked out like within 10 minutes and i was like okay cool <laughs> but now leo's up and he's up and playing and then i heard luna our dog crying and i was like and if it was you like, have dogs, you know that if they're crying in the middle of the night, shit's about to go down. Yes. Like actual shit is yes, about to yeah. go down. <laughs> so, and she was like one of those cries that it's like, I need to go outside like now. now. Yeah. yeah. So I tapped Matt. I was like, Matt, I need you to wake up and either take Leo or go let Luna out. Just like take your pick. So I went downstairs to let her out. And not even 10 seconds later, he comes up and he's like, uh, he's like, she did something in her cage. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She did something in her cage. He's like, just come. I was like, Okay. So me, Matt, and Leo are heading downstairs at freaking 4.30 in the morning. Mm-mm. There's just like, you saw the picture, disgusting pile of God knows what. I, I don't even know what it, end that came out of. I opened that like within five minutes of when I woke up this morning and I was like, my eyes just blurry. Like I didn't know what I was looking at. <laughs> we didn't know what we were looking at. Disgusting. Yes. That's what it was. It was disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, so we let Luna out. She immediately went out in the snow and like rolled around to clean off her body from whatever she was. Uh, yeah. And then he dragged her her bed out of her crate and mm-hmm. put it out on the front porch. It's still there because we don't know what to do with it. Garbage. Garbage, right? Yeah. yeah, it's so bad. I think you just cut your losses. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so then that's all done at like 4.45 in the morning. We all go upstairs. Leo's kicking and playing. <laughs> and like uh, eventually, you know, he took a bottle and he went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And we're up this morning and we're just so shot. Like, we're so tired. We have to be parents still because, you know, we have kids. So it's so hard to like wake up after a night like that and get through the day. Like you just feel like you dread the day. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's where I feel like it's relevant. What we're discussing today is like our family situations and having support and support yeah. systems well, and your parents are away this weekend so it's yes. not even like you could be like hey can you guys just take the kids for an hour so i can sleep yeah just or shower or right. something yeah yeah but we luckily have my sister-in-law who's awesome and comes and helps and she's planning on coming today mm-hmm. so we're just like when's she coming when's <laughs> hannah coming like we need her but yeah and a lot of people don't have that like I feel like I have a really good situation Mm -hmm. and talking to other moms, they don't have what I have. And you have like the prime situation. Like, yeah, like your kids, grandparents live in the same house with you guys. You, you know, you could like you have the luxury of just going grocery shopping when you want to, because there's probably at least one person home all the time to handle the kids or or at least one while I take the other or something. Yeah. No, I have a really good situation. And so we're in the same house as my parents right now, which is going to change soon, I'm yeah. thinking. But um, it's been really nice. And it was really nice when I was going through postpartum because mm-hmm. it was like I we really needed help at that time. Um, and thinking back, it, I don't even know how I would have gotten through it if we didn't have that. It was just Matt. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we would have done. Or I mean, I family obviously it. like comes over, but it's not the same as having them live right there in the same house. Because like, you know, my family's super involved with my kids. Like, yeah. They're great. But I will say that this time around postpartum, I felt like I saw them all less than with Marshall. And I don't know if it was the excitement of the first baby that made everybody Probably. come over. Or if people were like, oh, I don't know if you want like your family time. I don't want to bother you. But 
like PSA to everybody, you're not bothering me. Maybe other people will feel differently, yeah. but I, I was thinking this actually driving over here. I was like, when I have my third kid, I hope that people are like at my house when I come home from the hospital. Like I want, I just want people there all the time. That's in, how I am too. And a mind, lot of like, people aren't like yeah. that. I'm like, no, come over because like. Yeah, because even if, like, I feel like people will come over and want to, like, do the dishes or whatever. Take the baby. I will do the dishes. I just need to breathe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I'm the same. Like, I feel like you see all these memes that that's like, I want to hold my baby. Like, when you come over and help me, like, I want you to do the dishes and the laundry. Yeah. And I get that some people are completely like Opposite. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, I'm like you. I'm like, take the baby. Like, I want to be a human. I yeah. want to clean. When Marshall was born, my mom would come over every morning and I would just go take like a nap for an hour or two. And it was great. She would just sit on the couch with him. He was sleeping. She would like let me know if he needed to eat, but she would come over just so I could sleep. Yeah. And that was so great. And I didn't have that with Walker and probably because, you know, it's a lot for anybody to watch the two of them on yeah. their own. Um, yeah. I don't know what like shifted, but it was definitely different the second time around. So I think the third time, like when I do have a third, I'm probably going to be more vocal about like telling my family, like, do not feel bad like please come over anytime yeah just text me and say you're on your way i don't really need a heads up but just come you know what's weird i felt like that this time around i wanted people to come too and i was like vocalizing that i wanted people to come mm -hmm. and nobody really came really yeah family friends or both um kind of both like i feel like well so you know my sisters all live in different states yeah so i'm i don't ever count on that because it's hard they're, they're living miles away they yeah. can't just pop in and you know, Haley has three kids of her own. It's like everyone has lives. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I just feel like I didn't have a ton of friend support really this time around. And I have awesome friends. Like I will say, um, well, you know, you, you even come, you even make the effort to come and you have two kids. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, me. I have you, I know, <laughs> I know just, I always have you. It's just more of a shit show. But and I also fine. always have support from you with just like communication like we talk all day yeah. long if we need it. Like if we need a FaceTime, we call. Because we're we, also going through the same thing at the same exact yeah. time. Like our kids are less than a month apart. So yeah. we're going through the exact same thing. So we get it more than anybody else, right. I think, in our lives right now. Exactly. And I have um, Kristen too. So Kristen lives pretty close by, yeah. but she is like an angel. Like I remember one night I was having such a night like with Quinn and Leo and she was texting me I was like I'm so sorry I'm like I'm having a night right now like Quinn is just not listening not I kid you not not even 10 minutes later she walks into my house and she <laughs> picks so Quinn great. up out of her high chair and brings her upstairs to the bath without me saying yeah. anything I yeah. was like I love you <laughs> and I know that I definitely have a handful of people like like family and friends that I if I texted them was like I need help right now they would be yeah. at my house but I think we just feel like guilty asking for that help unless you're in the situation where you are just fucking done and like about to lose your shit and you really need it like you probably were that night with Quinn oh yeah I was but just in general if you're having like a hard day and you're not like at your breaking point but you really could just use a break I feel like like I feel guilty being like can you just stop what you're doing come over like I just you know I just want to take a nap and like I feel guilty for being like can you take my kids so I can go nap yeah I, I don't ever feel guilty. Like, I'll always <laughs> ask. Because, I like, I know, like, personally, I need it or else I'll have a mental breakdown. Like, well, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I just have, I don't have, like, a high threshold when it comes to mental health yeah. and stuff. So, um, like, but I have asked people here and there and people are just like, oh, well, I, I have this going on. I have this going mm -hmm. on. And I'm like, okay. Like, because most of the time I have help here and it's not really a big deal. Yeah. But 
I don't think, again, like people don't really understand it unless you're a parent of like, I need a fucking break. It's not. Yeah, the overstimulation is real. Yeah, it's really All real. the time. And like you just said, like you get nervous to ask for help. Not nervous, but like you just feel bad asking for help. So yeah. I was on like um, a new mom date yesterday and mm-hmm. shout out. She was awesome. <laughs> um, but she was telling me how she literally has no support. She doesn't have parents in the picture. She doesn't really have in-laws in the picture. Mm -hmm. Siblings all live far away. Um, It's really just her and a select few of her friends that are helpful to her. But she's pregnant now. and With her second? or She's pregnant with her second. And now she needs to figure out how she's going to go into labor and have somebody sit with her child. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so hard. Like, I couldn't even imagine having... She, she literally said to me, I might just um, go by myself to the hospital and have my boyfriend stay home. Does he have kid. any family around? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like- I, and then I look at myself and I'm like, wow, I'm really lucky yeah. because people really don't have the support that I have. I was going to say that we like take it for, for granted because sure. there's at times where we're like, oh, nobody's helping me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, you're like, I actually have a huge, like, you know, it it takes a village and we have a village. Yeah. And some people literally have nobody. No, no village. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's fucking hard. It, and because I it, feel like if you don't have the family, then, you know, you lean on friends because that's the next best thing. Right. Yeah. But if you have friends who don't have kids, I think they're not as like empathetic yeah. towards your situation or they just don't understand like how rough it can be. So, yeah. You know, when, when you're like counting on them because they said they're going to come help and then they cancel last minute for them. It's like, oh, it's no big deal. Like we cancel plans all the time. And for you, you were like, it was really, really counting on, on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it could so. bring tears to my eyes if that happened. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, OK, so what if you don't have regular friends? Like, do you f- you find mom friends? But it's like but how- then you find mom friends and it's like that those moms are already going through it with their kids. Yeah. Like it's hard. I mean, At least like, you can like relate. <laughs> I feel like I would still like if someone really needed it. I would be like, yes, drop your kid off here. Like, I, yeah, I got my kids. Yeah. It's fine. What's one um, more? You won't even exactly notice. <laughs> at that point, right? They're hopefully they'll they play together and yeah. be easier. Um, like I would do that for somebody, just being a mom and being in the place that I'm in now. But how do you like? I don't really think I've made maybe a couple, but not that many mom friends. And I've been a mom for almost two years. Yeah. How do you even make mom friends? I feel like it's like dating. Like, how do you find people? I know. Well, I was just saying to you, like, you know how sometimes you try to make a mom friend right and then you go out with them and it's just awkward because no one knows what to talk about like I didn't feel like that with this you know this mom that Mm -hmm. I met yesterday I didn't feel like that at all I felt like well, how did you find her Facebook you reached out to her or she reached out to you um I was asking for clothes oh okay uh I think I forget how we got no you know what I think she reached out to me when she got pregnant with her second Mm -hmm. to talk about epidural stuff Okay. And then we just kind of had a conversation then from there, just commenting on each other's stuff. And then we're like, oh, we should totally hang out. Yeah. And like, that's just like kind of how it happened. Um, But yeah, I feel like it's hard to find mom friends too that will actually follow through with coming out to meet you. Because I've met some people too on Facebook. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And then nothing ever comes from it. Um, And like you said, it's hard because you have your own kids. They have their own kids. So it's nice to like say, let's hang out. Let's do this. But actually- Making the plan happen is totally like a different story. Yeah, it's hard, but like you have to think about what's important to you because if you're making more friends, that's more support, like, mm-hmm. you know, for each other. Yeah, even like 
we can't see each other every day, but we FaceTime exactly almost every day just because we need 10, 10 minutes to just like, you know, shit talk our kids. Yeah. And <laughs> pretty much just shit talk our situation. Yeah. And just like get our stresses out about our, like our day. Do you feel like what, like what's your friend support like? Um, so I feel like most of my friends are not moms. Like I probably have, I could count my mom friends on one hand. And those are just friends that I've had for like a very long time who have become moms at the same time pretty yeah. much as me. So I think the majority of my friends aren't moms and I definitely see them way less. And I think it's just a combination of like their life is busy. My life is busy and it's just harder to like when I'm with my mom friends making plans, it's like, oh, we make plans and our kids can hang out. And it's I think it's just easier. I don't know why I think it's easier for moms to hang out than it is for me to hang out with my because normally if, I feel like if you're hanging out with somebody who's not a parent and you bring your kids, you almost feel that guilt of like, sorry, my kids, you're acting like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Or it's but, like I'm trying to find childcare to go hang out with that person so I can be kid free yeah. versus when I'm with my mom friends. It's like, just bring them over, like just yeah. add them to the chaos. And it's hard enough to find childcare for a date night to oh, reconnect yeah. with your spouse rather right. than finding childcare to go hang out with your friends. Yeah. And, and it's like my friends want to hang out and go get like coffee or, you know, go in public. And I'm like, I can't i can but i don't want to yeah. i don't want to bring both of my kids to starbucks you know and have them fucking run rampant, rampant. Yeah. yeah versus hanging out with mom friends it's like just come to my house and just let them go yeah <laughs> you know because and then that way like if it's a it's a, if it's a friend that already has kids it's like you know there's toys there you know there's yeah. things that yeah, can keep them occupied it. exactly yeah i feel that so i do have like um like most of my friends are really great with my kids like, oh yeah when i really awesome when i do my see kids. my friends i think they're most of them like some of them are just not maternal at all yeah i will say but um i think most of them are like really good with them yeah but it's they're just they're just not they're not moms so it's not the they're same. not moms and they're they're just living it up and trying to live up their lives before they're ready for this shit <laughs> yeah exactly good for them yeah <laughs> but we do make time like once a month for our friend date night yes yeah, so that's one thing that i will never like give up because like I can't feel guilty about it because it is once a month so I'm like I can make time for myself once a month and I mean we, I brought the kids at one time so yeah no one cares like yeah. it's like everyone understands the situation and I felt like when you had to bring them to the um, girls night it was kind of just like well first of all they're really well behaved so that yeah. wasn't a big deal <laughs> and second of all people were just kind of taking turns like oh yeah walker just passed around the whole night marshall marshall and hannah were fucking best friends yeah exactly so it was it's totally fine the like, worst part of that was that it was past their bedtime like they were yeah out of the house yeah that's what's hard like i personally i don't think i could bring my kids out of the house for a girl's night just because like i just know chaos would ensue because i think my, you could bring leo i could bring leo for sure but i could not bring quinn yeah she is another level of savage too, too wild <laughs> yeah that kid is crazy and that makes it I hard when you want to but... like even we went to barnes and noble that day and we brought all four of them and quinn was like into everything pulling everything off the shelves and it's it's like we're so outnumbered there are double of them than there are of us yeah and if she was more mellow it'd be easier but right. even like today, I wanted to bring her to Barnes and Noble and I probably will. But like if I do that, Leo has to stay home because I got to chase this girl exactly. around the store. Like she has such a blast, but also <laughs> like I can't have her wrecking the place. Right. Or just running off and you're like not paying attention because she's so quick. Yeah. She's sneaky and she's fast. I know. <laughs> Kids a mania. I know. So when you guys finally move out, how do you think that 
like dynamic is gonna shift that is gonna be an entire life change yeah like a whole life change well how far are you looking to move away like obviously i mean that's we're, a loaded question it's a loaded question because we're really stuck right now on like what he's gonna do long-term work-wise right um so we don't really know we know it's time to move out just like you know he's 31 i'm 28 yeah how long could you yeah like it's nice that we have the support it's been super helpful but at the same time like we we're ready to be by ourselves and live our life as our family and right like it's time to just like branch off and be in the chaos by ourselves and when we need help we call for help but Mm -hmm. get back into that norm of like okay parenting is fucking crazy but we got to just figure out how we're gonna get through together right and you know build lists of babysitters or you know I mean we could always call my parents but I'm saying like if my parents aren't available because we don't live with them you Mm -hmm. know so it's definitely going to be a huge change and I think that it's probably going to take a little bit of a toll on us yeah just like emotionally and like it's a lot big shifts <laughs> like that yeah well all big shifts like that in our life of like just for example like moving in together and then getting married and then having kids like all those biggest life changes have always been a little challenging but then you break through it and you're like oh this is life this is cool right like i love well, yeah, it yes because you're in your routine for so long and yeah. then you totally switch it up and you have to just adapt to this new routine and i think what's going to actually be really hard is i think it's going to be really hard on quinn oh well yeah because she's so obsessed yeah she yes (laughs) she loves her poppy and she when he's gone i notice a different like when he's gone for a few days Mm -hmm. i can notice a difference in her behavior so i think that that's going to be a struggle yeah, it's almost like if you're Matt were to, to leave for yeah. a few days, it's like same thing. It's the same thing. She and has known nothing else but having them in the same house as her her whole yeah. life. And last weekend, we left for a couple days. And when we got back, she was mean to us. Like, really? really mean. Oh, yeah, man. it was really bad. Spiteful. She was like, treating, yes, she was treating <laughs> us very shitty. And so like, I'm kind of worried for this big change and to see like i mean obviously i know she'll get through it but at the same time it's gonna be really sad and emotional and it's probably gonna be be fucking hard she's gonna be confused she's probably gonna be a little mad you're almost gonna have to like text your parents and be like can you guys just just pop in like once a day or like at bedtime or whenever you know whenever she's used to like depending on how bad it is yeah or like a facetime or something you know something where she just and just kind of like slowly phase it out yeah because even the other night matt was working and my parents are in north carolina and she didn't want to go to sleep. And she was like, downstairs, downstairs. <laughs> and I think it's because before she goes to sleep at night, Poppy's downstairs and he's yeah. in the kitchen and he's cleaning and he's doing dishes and she always sees him before bed. So when we went downstairs, she like walked around and Aww. she like realized Poppy wasn't there. It's like, okay, time for bed. And she went up and went to bed. Yeah. So like, I feel like- routine. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's going to be really hard for Matt and I, like just trying to figure out how to live without having extra hands at all times. Um, yeah. But it's going to be really hard for her and it's going to be really sad. And I'm not really looking forward to that. Yeah. Part. So it's like not only do you have to adjust to like not having that extra backup all the time, you also are going to have to deal with her having these crazy meltdowns and tantrums yes. that she's definitely going to have. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be really, really tough. But I all I can say now is like realizing that other people don't have what I have is like I'm just grateful that we've had it this long and we'll continue to have support. It just won't be 24-7. Yeah, yeah. um, I mean, 
unless you move like across the country like, exactly <laughs> if you stay local yeah you still have your family you still have your friends just not like yeah like you said 24 yeah. 7 and like i don't so that's another thing like Haley in north carolina like yeah she's made a lot of friends there mm-hmm. but she doesn't have family there other than jenna and jenna's working and everything right. um those are my sisters by the way for those <laughs> who are listening and don't know um but she's got three kids and she works during the day and she works with three under three yeah or not under three Raiden's gonna be four this summer but that's still three kids in three and a half years yeah nuts so like ha- she had doesn't have support like my parents go down to visit her once a month for like a weekend which is yeah, great but she's not working on the weekends yeah, right so exactly it's not even when she needs the help so but they do they'll go out like on a date like a much needed date night yeah, or something when true. they have the help but it's just like I've been lucky enough to have it here all the time and yeah, I no, think it's definitely going to be a big adjustment for, for you and Matt. But I feel like it'll be good because maybe you'll feel not so, like, anxious taking them both out by yourself. Like, you'll get used to it. Yeah, more, you know? yeah it'll be our new norm. Right, yeah. Or Which it, is what I need, finally, because now that, like, my mental health is in a better place, yeah. like, I'm able to kind of take on those challenges and just, like, learn how to live life without help, I guess. Yeah, I think you had the extra help when you needed it the yeah. most. But now that you're kind of getting yourself in check, like you can start you know? yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> taking them on more and also I feel like I'm going to put put together like I guess support people mm-hmm. like have a list running list of support people for myself and kind of build a community mm-hmm. for instance like a babysitters so Oh, yeah, because your one now is, like, your neighbor. So if you're not living here, you're going to have to completely. Yeah, and I wanted to, like, kind of give some advice in this episode, too, because mm-hmm. I feel like people need – people who don't have support might need advice on what to do because, like, I want to be – I'm not going to be in your same boat. I'm I'm always going to have family support, but, yeah. like, eventually I'm not going to have what I have now. So I feel like a good way to build your own support system, first of all, is – community like mm-hmm. i'm in facebook pages for like the local towns around mm-hmm. here and people always say like i'm a babysitter or like i'm a college student i need work or whatever yeah it's like building a list of people meeting them going for coffee making sure you can count on them and rely on them mm-hmm. and they're not like some weirdo killer <laughs> i also highly agree with sharing babysitters oh yeah with friends and sharing um cleaning ladies or, you know, whatever you need help with, Mm -hmm. like share your resources with people because it's only going to bring you closer. Right. Someone else probably needs it too. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and if you have one babysitter and you need that person on the same night, drop your kids off at one house and pay your double. Like, you know, it's just, it's nothing but beneficial really. Honestly, I feel like that'd be easier for a babysitter because chances are they're going to play together and entertain each other exactly you know? and the baby started to be like oh cool making double the cash yeah, yeah. and not really having to do much besides feed them um so that's like one of those things that i'm gonna do once i'm ready to once we move out mm-hmm. i'm gonna like try and plan for myself okay where can i seek help and resources and then another resource is just other mom friends because my mom friends now i'd literally do anything for you if you need a date night like i'm okay, I'm there. Drop your kids off at my house. Yeah, It might not be that reliable. It might not be that reasonable (laughs) for you like to drop your kids off at my house, but like I'm there if you really need it. It's still an option. Or even when I I told you I was going to plan a weekend away for Rich and I, you were like, I'll stay at your house Friday night. Yeah. Like you have two kids, but you're going to like come to my house, stay with my kids. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because I'm able to, because I'm able to do that. So like, of course I'll do it. Right. Um, And 
like I said before, it's hard. It's hard to make the mom friends because you're like, where do I, how do I find them? And you just got lucky with this girl that you just hung out with, I think, just kind of having a casual Facebook relationship with her. But I feel like the easiest thing to do is just reach out. Like, you're not going to, in my opinion, if you reach out to me and you're like, hey, do you want to get our kids together? And I don't even know. You're like, I'm just like kind of mutual friends with people that you know, you know, I'm not going to think it's weird. No. I'm going to be like, thank you. Like, I would love to. Let's yeah. do that. I've, I mean, just I've made out. other friends too just reaching out like people that yeah. I went to high school with who I don't talk to much mm-hmm. anymore like they become parents and we talk all the time and um I remember when it was nice out I was going walking with mom one mom that I pretty much I grew up with her I went to school with her but we hadn't spoken in a while yeah. and we just go on walks and talk and like have that time to just like be people yeah there was you know? this, this girl I went to high school with that we were like friendly in high school we were never super close and then fast forward to um, she had her son. I had Marshall. And we used to take them both to like the park together, and we kind of the same thing. We just connected over Facebook, and we were like, "Hey, let's let's go do something. Like, right. Why not? <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, I feel like another good um, thing to do is go to if you have the time. Like if you're a stay at home mom, or if you have time to do activities with your kids. Mm-hmm. There's so many little groups around yes. here that you could join, yeah. like libraries. Yes, or, libraries are always good. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend to anyone in this area who listens, Learning Lab for Littles. Mm-hmm. I love them. And it's yeah. really cute. It's like um, we we took Quinn there for the fall. They had like a three session package mm-hmm. and we just took her and they go for an hour and play with all these other kids and do all these sensory things and painting and all kinds of activities. But you meet so many other parents there. Right. So many other like chill parents who are looking for the same thing as you. Yeah. They're, they're bringing their kids to make friends so that they can make <laughs> friends too. Like, yeah, I will say, I think maybe just because I live in a small town and my library library is not that like big. So I took, I used to take Marshall there when I was pregnant with Walker because they do like a toddler, not even a toddler time. I think that's the issue. Find places that have like specific toddler times because theirs was like a range of up to five years old. So I t- brought him to this like playtime or whatever it was and they had like these six, seven year old kids running around and he was like 14 months old, you know? Yeah. And he was just getting like trucked over by these big kids. And, you know, the moms there were like, we were talking, but it wasn't, there weren't really any connections that I would like take outside of there. Um, And I see, I felt the opposite with the learning lab. I just mm -hmm. felt like it was very, because they do things by age group there. That that was the issue, yeah. So they do things by age group. So um, like say the age range is like, I want to say it was like, 18 months to no because it was 12 months to two and a half I think that's good when you keep it smaller it's like yeah like zero to five years old is such like Marshall is in a totally different place mentally physically emotionally than a five-year-old yes and does not belong in the same plate no. space as a five-year-old yeah, right they now. need people their age yeah. and like a lot of the times when they're that age they're not really even playing together mm-hmm. they're just kind of they're playing next to each other but like on yeah. their own um but then you know that like you're kind of in the same place in motherhood as that parent. And right. it's like you have more to exactly. bond over. Like someone who has a five-year-old is probably not going through a lot of the same struggles that you're going through with a 18-month-old or a two-year-old, yeah. you know? And I think just because the library was so is so small, that's why they kind of did a bigger Yeah. Like, I think they range. usually do that with libraries because... There was a couple others I looked up. So this one is like five minutes from my house, which mm-hmm. is why... I went there. There are a couple that are like 15, 20 minutes away that specifically do a toddler like up to age two group okay. um, that I, I haven't gone to, but I probably would like next time we go because yeah. I think it's more worth it to do that. Yeah. But I'm sure we would 
he would make so many friends. And now he's like at an age where he can actually make friends. And I feel like that's an easy way to kind of transition into maybe a mom friendship. It's like, oh, your kids are playing next to each other. And then you guys just start talking. Yeah, and, and then you realize like, oh, we only live 15 minutes apart. Like, yeah, let's make plans. Unless the bitch is crazy and you're like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> that happened to me once in my library. This girl was talking to me oh, and I was no. like, Marshall, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because you meet them out in public and then, you know, you then don't you ever tell. have to see them. Exactly. Again. And you can yeah. tell. You can be like, is this person cool or is this someone I don't really want to be around? Exactly. Yeah. But I would, I would rather hang out with moms that I like somewhat know through Facebook. Just because I feel like I know them. Yeah. At least you know them on social media. So yeah. Like or like idea. a lot of people who I wasn't friends with in high school. Mm-hmm. But like now we have kids, we have something in common. And, and like and you nobody realize. Is, oh, we no one's the same, yeah, no no one's the same yeah. person they were in high school. Exactly. Like, you know, how many years out are we now? A lot. Too many. We just had our 10 year reunion. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. many. No one's the same person. And it's like. You hear what you hear about people. but That doesn't mean it's true. You right. know. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like and we're at a different phase in our life now. We're moms. It's like you have so much more responsibility and you don't care about drama and you don't care about. No, you just want friends. Yeah. You just need you just to, want you friends. Just want to build you your village. Chill. Yes. Build your village for sure. Like that's it. You and I literally just sit in our chaos together. Oh, a yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. We're just like, OK, what's that? Like me and we send to each other where it's like me and my friend on FaceTime and it's just like the ceiling or like the floor <laughs> yeah. and it's like not even our faces because we just put the phone somewhere yeah. but it's go funny deal with too because before we had kids we would do the same thing with cleaning yeah, we would like fold laundry yeah. yeah we would just clean and just stare at each other cleaning now we do the same thing but there's like screaming yeah. in the background and somebody's <laughs> asking for a snack but sometimes you need to like that's yeah. if that's like my my sister and i facetime every day and it's usually like marshall will take my phone and and want to talk to her but that just gives me like a little break you know yeah to, like he's occupied and i don't have to be like on top of him like dealing with him in that moment yeah like the little breaks help so much exactly whether the person that's helping you with it knows that they're helping or not like like i will facetime anybody just to give marshall the phone to <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh, well quinn used to be all about that and now mm-hmm. she wants nothing to do with the phone really? now she's like so you saw marshall yesterday he only wants to say hi if it's if it's tara oh yeah i know he <laughs> saw me and he like rolled his eyes i was like if he hears somebody on the phone he, and he starts saying hi and then he comes over and sees who it is and yeah if it's not her he's just has no interest <laughs> he literally rolled so his to, eyes it was so funny her. i was like marshall damn i know yeah but i feel like so, so we had a listener um message us recently and say that she wanted to hear more about navigating like family support systems and things like that and that's where like I'm laughing because I I can't even like really get into it because I it's not you know not something I want to make super public like our situation but um I will say that it was difficult like my family has always been so involved so great they still are I know they always will be yeah in every aspect, like my pregnancy, postpartum, my kids now, like my mom is watching my two kids and my sister's two kids on Sunday, tomorrow. Like she's, she's Today's Sunday. Oh, today. <laughs> <laughs> she's watching all four of them later. Like I'm dropping them off at my sister's house so Rich and I can go on a date and she's watching all four and she's like, yeah, whatever, bring them over. Like my family's great. You yeah. know, they will drop what they're doing to come help. Um, and it hasn't always been the same with Rich's family and i will say it's getting better it's gotten a lot better in the past several months yeah but in the beginning it was like it was really hard like not being able to rely on like half of your family essentially you know yeah and now like like his mom watches the kids every other weekend like she's great you know she's 
she's constantly over she loves to come see them but in the beginning the it was just i don't know relationships with like everybody on his side were kind of weird i guess so Um, you felt like you didn't have like all the support yeah it it, it sucked because it's like my kid's missing out but also you're missing out yeah you know and and it's like your family like you want them to be involved and be around but not if it's like too stressful to navigate and not if it's hurting more than it's helping exactly so i think it's it's like a fine line to walk when you don't have that support and like so you want them involved but you don't want to like hurt yourself in the process or hurt your kids yeah so yeah i don't know it's tough but it's good it's that's where better. that's where the mom friends come in and like exactly. just building your own community yeah. and family's great you if you trust. have them and if if they want to be involved and if they are involved it's great i think friendships are almost better in some aspects because there's no like you can't there's no expectations like right as you're family, not like oh I'm, you're my friend so like i would expect you to yeah. do this i like, like i'm expecting family to be involved in my kids lives because they're family and they should want to be yeah it's not always the case yeah i think friends are in your life because they want to be so you know if they're if they're in your life it's for like they have good intentions so yeah. that's so true that's sweet <laughs> that's why i love my mama friends yeah same and like i had so i have really good support on my side and Matt's sister mm-hmm. is like awesome like yeah. she's oh she she is obsessed with our kids like she's here all the time mm-hmm. um and Matt's uh mom just works a ton yeah so it's just kind of like we can't you know it, it's not like she doesn't want to be here it's just like she literally cannot be here which right. is fine yeah and his brother lives in another state and all my sisters live in another mm-hmm. state so it's like we have what we have um we have so much help because we live with our help you know yeah we live with my family but once we're not, it's, it's all downhill fa- from there. FaceTime is so great because, like, even if you can't, or even your sisters, like, even if they can't see your kids regularly, you know, you FaceTime. can FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they want to, they will. Yeah. And Quinn knows all their names. Yeah. Exactly. She knows them. She's yeah. not really, like, missing out no. just because she's not physically with them. And your your sister drives, like, three hours to come see your kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Yep. She does. And she comes and hangs out with them for like half a day. Exactly. That's a blast. Yeah. It's funny too, because so my one sister, um, Audrey lives in New Mexico mm-hmm. and she started listening to the podcast and she was like, I just had no idea like what you had gone through mm-hmm. or like what moms in general go through. Like she's like, she until I listen whole, to this. That whole chunk of your life, like being here for that Yeah, because she life. doesn't. It's not like you're going to call her, you know, multiple times a day and update her like every second. So, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, it's I don't have that time. I don't really have the time on my hands to do that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I do. But then it's like if I'm calling her, should I call Sarah? Should I call Jenna? Haley? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Go through your list. Yeah. Um, but no. And she like she called me and she was like, I'm so proud of you. And like, oh. I'm so sorry that you went through like I she just didn't realize how much motherhood. Mm hmm is on you like the weight yeah you know um so like i know if she could be here she would be here but it's like you know she has a life in new mexico (laughs) so what is she gonna do uproad everything to come be my right hand and that's why i said like phone calls and facetime really make a difference yeah if she were to be here like she would obviously visit like if she took a trip here you know yeah it's not like she would come here and not see you guys no and she's so good like when we do see her she spends all her time with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like we were all in North Carolina for Thanksgiving in November. And um, she 
literally was just like bombarded by all, <laughs> all the five kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. And she was just laying in it. She Aww. was like, sweet. Like, you know, she loves it. She yeah. loves to see them. So, um, but yeah, it just goes also back to saying like people who aren't parents don't really, they won't get it until their parents yeah, or until or they, they're hearing this, exactly. like this in-depth right, breakdown. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to just... I'm not going to complain about these types of things to my non-mom friends because I feel like I'm talking to, like to a wall sometimes, yeah. you know, they're like, oh yeah, you had a hard day. Your kids are screaming, blah, 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 you know, yeah. like, but when your kids are screaming and pulling on you and the TV's going and your phone's going off and the dog is barking and like you have all these things and you're just so overloaded and overwhelmed, like they, they don't get that. Yeah. And they won't unless, you know. They have, kids. They have yeah. kids. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and, and complain to a lot of people about these things because it's like, what's the point? Like, I'm yeah. not going to get any helpful advice from right. them. I don't feel so. But then there's, there's also the argument that people make that's like, well, you chose to be a mom. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And I, fucking and love, I love being a mom. It's fucking awesome. But, <laughs> but sometimes that doesn't they mean, suck. Yeah. <laughs> Some, that doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. People are like, well, you chose this and like you knew what you like first of all you don't know what you're getting yourself into you don't you don't I mean, even know even if i did know i would still have kids because i just i'm obsessed with my oh, kids yeah, like but... obviously we keep having them because we're, we, we we're crazy them. and right. we yeah <laughs> we love to torture ourselves yes like you don't know what you're getting yourself into that's the thing like you don't know it until you, you have it right and yeah we had kids because we wanted to have kids but it, it, it it's still difficult that's yeah. like telling somebody like you're not allowed to be stressed about your full-time job because you knew what you were like, getting into. Yeah, yeah. You knew what you, you were, what position be. you were accepting. Yeah. No, like life is stressful. Life happens and you're allowed to be yeah. stressed about it. And that's where you lean on people around you yes. who, who get it and who can relate and who can yeah. help you through it. Yep. You know, and you're allowed to cry about it and you're allowed to have hard days and you're allowed to have a mental breakdown. Like, you're just allowed. Okay. <laughs> you might have to schedule it, but you could still have it <laughs> Tuesday at seven o'clock. Cry in my bed. Yep. Literally. <laughs> I mean, I almost broke down last night. I was like struggling oh, with last night's shit. Well, yeah, I texted you, Marshall. You said it was a full moon. Full moon. Like, was it? You texted me that it was no, a full I, moon. No, I was asking. I said, is it a full moon? Oh, I thought you said, well, it's a full no. moon. That's how I read it. I was so overwhelmed with that. I, was like, I think I said it must be a full oh. moon or something. Yeah, because he went, he went to bed and every 30 minutes was just waking up crying. And I would go in there and he was just like inconsolable. I was like, and he's teething so i was like do your teeth hurt no does your belly hurt no does your head hurt no i don't even think he knew what he was saying no to <laughs> and i was like, you want to come lay on the couch with me no like he yeah just, so he didn't know nothing what he was saying. yeah nothing can make him happy rich was on his way home from work so i was like let's go on the couch like daddy will be home then he's like dad like as soon as you say his name and he laid on the couch with us until i don't know 11 30 we finally put him to bed he would be tired laying down then he'd be like popping right up and wide awake and so I don't rough. know what it was. Last night it was horrible. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he slept through like from then till whatever, seven, but. Yeah. And I think I also had like a breakdown last night. So Saturday nights are our date nights. And usually we're mm -hmm. able to do that because Quinn usually always sleeps through the night. And um, if Leo wakes up, my parents will just go pop a binky in his mouth. And, and like, parents weren't home. Yeah, my parents weren't <laughs> home. And of course we had the roughest night ever with both kids figures yeah so like i was looking forward to having our date night and then we couldn't have our date night i realized it i was like all right i'm gonna go upstairs and edit and then go to sleep and then once i was trying to go to sleep leo woke up mm -hmm. and it was just like one thing after the other until finally i was just like i literally want to cry right now because like <laughs> when i lose sleep i get really emotional because i oh, just yeah I, it really affects me mentally so yeah. i'm like when i need sleep i like 
feel like really like anxious. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting to that point. I was like, I really need sleep now. Like I need you to take Leo now. Um, and yeah, so I almost like literally had a scheduled breakdown because. <laughs> well, at least Matt was home. I know. Thank God he was home. To take one of them. The night before he wasn't and Quinn had a really bad night that night too. Not not with sleep, just like getting her mm-hmm. like it was it was the one night she decided to throw sand all up in my <laughs> dinner in my wine glass, dumped wine all over the carpet. Yeah. Body slammed Leo in the head twice. Oh my god. She's got no chill. I'm just picturing her as like a five year old. I know. Like on the playground with other kids and she's gonna be the one that like <laughs> pushes people off the swings and I like know. slides down right on top of them. <laughs> She's got no chill. Sticks her face in the sand. I like. I would really love to know how to parent like a strong-willed child because that's who she's going to be. She's very determined. She's yeah. very strong-willed. And it's Quinn's way or no way. And <laughs> like, I don't know where she got that from. It's just who she is. Like, And what's tough is like, she's your first. So even though you're not a first-time mom, like you are in terms of her. So it's like every stage that she's going to is new to you. Yeah. Like Leo, you've already dealt with all of that. You know, whether they're the same or not, you've already like dealt with the baby phase and like the, the leading up to where Quinn's And the regressions at. and all that stuff. Yeah. So you can kind of know what to expect and know like what worked for Quinn, what didn't. And you can kind of like, you know, play off of that. With Quinn, everything's new. So you're yeah. just like, what the fuck? And I guess you could like ask Haley because she's a yeah, little but, bit ahead of you with but, her kids. But stage. Raiden was so, so chill. Always yeah. has been chill. He's yeah. just the chillest dude. And like... um he you know i'm sure he's had little things here and there but it's not like it's not like quinn like quinn is her own independent little beast (laughs) child she really is and i love her for it i also think like a lot of times boys are a little bit chiller than girls yeah i don't so i don't know i I don't know how true that is but i look at my nieces and they're so chill so it's helpful to like go to my sister and be like did they do this at this age and she doesn't remember half the time because it it was like a couple of years ago, like they're yeah. four and six, but still like she was recently going through it. So, you know, I can kind of like go to her for the stuff, but her kids are like, her girls are both very like, for the most part, like they're yeah. not Quinn. They're definitely not Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a boy girl thing or if she, she is just who she is. Like Quinn yeah. is just like, she's just free spirit. But they and- say too, she is a free spirit. They said, um, so she was like really ahead with everything mm-hmm. like in her life. Like she was always above the curve on every milestone and that like it doesn't have anything to do with her being smarter than another kid it's all about personality apparently so it's Mm. all about she her personality is just determined like it's a determined child who will walk earlier or crawl earlier or do do whatever earlier Mm -hmm. speak um so it has to be a personality trait so she's been like this always yeah so that's just who she is (laughs) and i just need to learn how to parent uh, yeah a baby like that and like, what sucks is like leo is not like that and probably not going to be like that so you're gonna have to have two different parents yes <laughs> two different styles for each kid probably honestly that's another episode yeah and it's <laughs> funny too so my neighbor who um who's our babysitter mm-hmm. as well so she has two kids who are grown and she said that they were night and day as well like their mm-hmm. personalities were so opposite and it all carried up into adulthood like that's just who they mm-hmm. are as people it's who they always been jimmy and i were too yeah. Like very, very different when we were younger. I was just like really chill and happy. And he was just not, <laughs> he was just not, he was not a happy baby at all for like the first three years of his life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like your, your kids like soul and who they are is in them from such a yes. young age. Yep. And like, you just need to 
learn how to parent around that, I feel like. Right. Like, let, let them just be who they're going to be and, yeah, adjust your parenting. Yeah. <laughs> accordingly. Because, and then I think about it, too, like, and, like, when I say, like, Quinn's being bad, she's not being bad. She's a kid. She doesn't, yeah. you know, she's a baby. So she's not being bad. She's just, like, she has big feelings and she has mm-hmm. big emotions. She doesn't know how to deal with it. So, yes, she's acting like quote unquote bad, but it's just her figuring out life. Right. You know, yeah. she's just doing things the way that she, the only way she knows how yeah. to do them. And you don't want to like, you know, be so hard on her and like punish her and then like alter the way that she expresses her feelings, her feelings. and emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I also hate using the term bad. Like I, when I say Misbehave. to Matt, <laughs> yes, when I say that, when I say it to Matt, I say she's being BAD because I don't want her to like, hear me say you're mm-hmm. being bad and associate that like I don't want to hear her to hear that it's just yeah. my way of expressing like she's acting up right now and like mm-hmm. I don't know what to do yeah so if anyone has advice on parenting a very strong-willed <laughs> little girl so how how do you deal with um like if that is happening and like since you guys do live with your parents right now like do you all have the same way of dealing with so no and we're working on that so um, I feel like that is something you're gonna have to adjust to too is like yeah. you know Poppy might be like Quinny have some ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and then yeah. you're like Quinn cut it out <laughs> so I'm usually pretty like direct in what I want like how I want my parents to handle situations yeah. I guess like um so a lot of the times especially recently like Poppy will be like, oh, let's look at pictures on my phone mm-hmm. or whatever. And she loves pictures. Like she'll be like, Poppy, pictures, pictures. She wants to <laughs> sit on his lap and look at pictures. Like that's what she wants to do. But when she's doing that, she is an absolute nightmare. Like mm-hmm. if you pull her away from the pictures she or if he tells her no, she'll scream. Like like oh. there's just no chill yeah. when it comes to that. So I said, all right, no more pictures then. Like no more phone, no more pictures. So now she does. she's not allowed to look at pictures anymore because she acts <laughs> like a fucking maniac. Yeah with the with the damn pictures it's like like what is it about looking at these freaking pictures of yourself on the phone yeah so like i i just had to say to my dad like no more pictures or anything because this is how she acts when you know when she sees the pictures or when she has the phone out so there's little things but i'm usually pretty like direct in like what i want Mm. um how i want to handle situations and they pretty much always yeah i tell my i will tell everybody who's ever with my kids this like discipline them how you would discipline your own because if i'm not there to see it and i miss it and then it doesn't get like they they don't get talked to about it like i don't want them to think what they're doing is okay you know like yeah. so if, if like obviously there's you know guidelines to that <laughs> within that but like if we're at my sister's house and marshall's doing something he shouldn't be like i fully want my sister to go tell him like no you can't do that yeah you know i don't want yeah. him to be to be afraid to not like tell them no yeah because if i don't see it happening they're just gonna be like oh this is what i do i just yeah I just this throw is what shit. i'm allowed to do yeah. yeah no yeah it's tough but i feel like if you're if you're up front with how you want your kid to be what's the word reprimand i don't know reprimanded that's not really a good word disciplined disciplined yes <laughs> yeah. yeah if you're up front with it like I feel like it's fine. I obviously I wouldn't want anyone ever putting their hands on my kids because oh, I don't no. even I don't even spank my kids. Yeah, so, no, that's different. But like um, verbally, like yeah, like, verbally, tell yeah, them no. Yeah. Tell them like, tell them fuck no. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it to your kids. <laughs> like if I was hanging out with another mom and my kid was like, if Marshall was like throwing a rock at at theirs, like I'd be like, tell him no. Like yeah. you know, he would go for it. <laughs> yeah. 
actually side note just because this was so funny this week quinn picked up a new word mm-hmm. the f word and oh, she just picked it up she just picked it up like this week oh but i feel like she already was no, saying that nope she wasn't already saying welcome it. to the club yeah so i was holding her one morning and the cat was under my feet and i was like fucking calm and she was like fucking calm <laughs> fucking calm and she just said it over they and over repeat again it, yes yes too. and then later that day she was like fucking dogs <laughs> I, was like, I was like what and she's like fucking dogs i'm like oh my god my dad's like all right we got to get it on camera and then she can stop saying it (laughs) (laughs) she won't though because marshall will say it now without me even saying it oh my god if i'm like yelling at echo or like telling echo like go in his bed because he's trying to like eat marshall's food or whatever i'll be like echo get in your bed and then he'll just be like fuck fuck (laughs) (laughs) he associates the word with he like yeah associates me like reprimanding echo with the word fuck And it's like it's I've so always bad. been like a cursor, mm-hmm. so like I don't know how I'm gonna just like I can't I, stop. I yeah. can't stop either. I gotta try and figure out like words that I'm gonna replace that I'm gonna replace it with. But it's it's so natural. It's so hard in the moment to be like, don't say fuck, say fudge, say f, yeah. say effin. Yeah, you, you can't because in the moment you're just like exactly like you're cursing for a reason because you're frustrated. Like or, saying any other word, it's just yeah. second nature at that point. Yep. And Marshall's right there with me. <laughs> And now that she knows the word, the more she hears it, the more she wants to say it. So well, like, yeah, or if you tell him, like, tell her we don't say that, like, that's not, you know. No, she's yeah. Be like, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even this morning, I, like, tripped over something. I was like, fuck. And she's like, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I really need to stop saying this. <laughs> but it's also so cute and funny. So I, like, have to turn my head and I know, giggle. I know. That's, that's the worst part when it's when they're being bad. But it's hilarious yeah. that you can't laugh at them. Yeah, so I hope this helped in some way um, for people out there who maybe don't have support systems and or if you have it and you feel more like appreciative of it. If you don't have it, I hope we gave some tips that maybe you can go out there and try and build your own. Yeah, like if you, um, if you don't have a village, build it. Yeah. Build it yourself. Like you said, reach out, reach out to people that you might know that have kids. AKA us, AKA. (laughs) Slide into our DMs. Yeah, slide into our DMs. I was going to say, AKA us, we love mom friends. Like, we're just like, yeah, let's all go to the park. Yeah. Or just go to the park and and try to find, don't be creepy, but try try to find people. Hey, little girl, who's your mommy? (laughs) (laughs) That or, or just, you know, groups, libraries, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Build your village because it's so important and everybody needs one. And you, like, parenting is not a solo job it's it's not even like a job for for couples i feel like it no takes, it takes a vi- it literally takes a village it takes That's so thing. much yeah yeah because when you have two working parents who also have two kids full-time or any kids full-time it's like you, you're not getting a break ever like you still need your breaks yeah so lean on whoever you can and we're always here for you too drop your kids your off at our house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start our own daycare no i couldn't yeah right I can barely Uh, deal with mine. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Godspeed. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.